damn, programmatic is hot. Yeah, it is hot. Dude, pass me a cold PBR, would you? Okay, number one, I wasn't talking about the temperature. And number two, PBR is a shitty beer. Time to upgrade to an IPA. Uh, Okay, my bad. Guessing you were talking about programmatic job advertising being hot. Yeah, that shit is everywhere and all the kids are doing it. I know, man, but there's only one company that's been doing it since 2007. Damn, 2007? Hey, man, what wife were you on in 2007? I was on number one. We don't talk about her. Focus, dude. I'm talking about Pando IQ from our friends at Pando Logic. Pando IQ's programmatic recruitment advertising platform helps employers source talent faster and more efficiently than ever thanks to predictive algorithms, machine learning, and AI. Buzzword overdose alert. Yeah, Pando is on the cutting edge of programmatic while being deeply rooted in the recruitment industry. Pando IQ provides an end-to-end programmatic job advertising platform that delivers a significant increase in job ad performance without any wasteful spending to maximize the ROI on your recruitment spend. And their AI-enabled algorithms use over 48 job attributes and more than 200 billion historical job performance data points to predict the optimal job advertising campaign. The machine does all that shit. That shit sounds expensive. Think again, Cheeseman. Pando IQ provides an end-to-end job advertising solution that delivers a significant increase in job ad performance without any wasteful spending. Sold. How do I get started? Go to pandologic.com to request a demo and tell them Chad and Cheese sent you. Ooh, they have a chat bot too that we can talk to. Oh, kill me now. Like Shark Tank? Then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese podcast is taking it to a whole other level. Oh, hell yeah. Independence Day is over, and we've got a Brit on this episode of The Firing Squad. What's up, everybody? I am Joel Cheeseman, co-host of the Chad and Cheese podcast, alongside my co-host, Chad Sowash. And we are welcoming Jerry Collier, Managing Director of Product Innovation from... Alexander Man Solutions slash Hourly. Jerry, how are you? Hey, good morning. There he is. As you can tell, Jerry's a Brit. So every time he speaks, all I can hear is King George start singing, you say the price of my love. <laughs> how did you How did you celebrate the 4th of July, Jerry? You watched Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> What a gr- and what a great show. What a great show. I bet you've both seen it, though. You must have both seen it. Yeah. Joel's the only knob that hasn't seen it out. Um, yeah he's he, yeah no, no he's, he can't do it that's no appeal that, whatsoever that's okay. that's okay history's not his dancing thing. colonials awesome <laughs> sounds great <laughs> sounds great okay so jerry is the managing director of product innovation at ams aka alexander mann solutions jerry give us a little bit about you hey thanks um so my second career first uh, 10 years was in the military i joined joined uh, AMS 24 years ago, and today lead our product division. 24 years. That's good. 
Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's, what the hell is wrong with you, man? Twenty-four years. <laughs> that's good. All right, Jerry. So let's we'll just give you the format and the listeners the format of firing squad. Jerry, you're going to have two minutes to pitch hourly. At the end of two minutes, you're going to hear the bell. Then Joel and I will hit you with rapid fire Q&A. If your answers start rambling or you get boring, Joel, Joel's probably going to hit you with the crickets. And that is your signal to move along and tighten up your game. At the end of Q&A, you will receive one of three grades. Number one. Big applause. That's right, kids. Time to cash it in. Go to the bank. Money's going to start flowing. Number two, the golf clap. It's okay. It's kind of like that kid at the prom, the wallflower. You could have done better. It's very British, though. Yes, yes. Not what you want after 24 years in the business, Jerry. <laughs> but last. You don't want that. And never least, number three. The Firing Ouch. Squad. Pack it in. Close up shop. Dust off the drawing board, big boy, because guess what? That thing sucks. You don't want that one? <laughs> so that's the Firing Squad. Are you ready, Jerry? Ready. All right, Joel. In three, two, get him, Jerry. Hey, uh, one group of people who've been hit disproportionately hard in these unprecedented times is the hourly paid workforce, many we now recognize as essential workers. Uh, our mission here at Hourly in the product division of AMS is to enable all hourly job seekers to be treated fairly as humans, whether hired or rejected. The combination of legacy uh, ATS and Band-Aid HR tech ultimately treats your non-exempt job seeker badly, leaving them and hiring managers frustrated. I spoke with a recruiting team last month that is now only two people. Yet at some point soon, they're going to be rehiring 50 to 60,000 hourly workers into their business. They know their old processes and tech won't cut it. Uh, today, Often the solution to high volume hiring is bolting a bot onto the front end of the ATS process. Uh, but at some point, that bot meant to humanize the recruiting process, just dumps the job seeker back into that legacy system. And ATS configured to make you jump through hoops, upload irrelevant resumes, cover letters, only to wait and often hear nothing back. This is utter bullshit for job seekers who are often your customers too. So, uh, how do you personalize hiring and rejection for thousands and thousands of applicants? It's actually pretty simple. You turn the hiring process on its head and you turn it into a conversation from explore to offer. Imagine being one of thousands of candidates who can chat about opportunities, work out the best role for them, know they're a good fit, schedule their interview in less than six minutes. And if there isn't a good role, then the job seeker is being provided personalized hints and tips to improve the chances of success on their next applications. Owl has been built from the ground up to meet customer needs for volume recruiting. We've been guided by some of the world's largest brands, and thank you to them. Uh, between them, they hire 1.3 million people a year. Of course, there are thousands of HR tech options to plaster over your hiring process cracks today. And for some companies, that works. But our hourly customers know their candidates and managers deserve better. Check us out at wehourhourly.com. Boom! Tight, tight. tight. Quincy has trained you well, Jerry. Okay, very good. Uh, we are hourly. Love the name. Hate the URL. What's up with that? 
<laughs> it's my imagination. I love. Do you know what? I, I'm a, I'm a simple I'm a simple man, and I love calling products by what they do. I don't want to get all sort of creative. I just want to I want a product that talks to what it does. And this is about hourly workers. It's about transforming the recruiting experience for hourly workers. Yeah, at least it's better than GoCanvas.io, but uh, it's yeah. a close second. <laughs> all right, so. So, my God, we have chatbots coming out of our ears. How yep. are you guys different? Chatbots, I think, have, have their moment and have their place. If your core process is in the ATS, you can put a chatbot on the front end. You can put a chatbot on the, on the back end. You can make that front and back a little bit nicer. But fundamentally, it's a pretty poor experience. because You're not eliminating any waste. You're just automating what is a not very nice experience. So what we've done is strip all of that away and said, um, take from the moment, let's put the recruiter back in recruiting. If I was pitching you a job, I want to know, I want to build a conversation. I want to build a relationship. I'd want to, um, I want to find out about you. I want to find out what things you like. I'd want to find out what opportunities might be of interest. And then I want to guide you all the way through the process to getting that offer and dealing with any counter offers there afterwards. So we've reimagined the whole process from that explore to offer in one application. No more Band-Aids, no more ABS. We can do it in a very different modern way. Let's get relevant for job seekers. Jerry, AMS is known throughout the world already. Why start an entirely new brand? This is a great question. Um, I think Quincy Valencia, I know you've had Quincy on here, Queen of Chatbots and I, over the last two years, have just got more and more frustrated by not being able to solve customers' problems. You know, we talk in the industry, we talk about candidate experience, we do a pretty poor job of it. Let's challenge ourselves. We do a pretty poor job of it. We don't do a great job with rejection. We don't do a great job of, uh, job of hiring experience. So um, we pitched to set up a new business, new product business in AMS to transform that and go after that. And we got greenlit by the board. And here we are with our first product, first of many, hopefully. So does this mean that you can just pretty much go and do what you want since you're not branded hourly, but you're still under the AMS umbrella? I'm still kind of perplexed. AMS has a brand. Everybody knows it. Why did you break away or why are you looking to break away with an entirely new brand, new color schemes, all that stuff? I mean, that's a lot of work. The big question is why? Well, I think um, the product division has been given um, license from a brand perspective to, to be creative, to um, start to move AMS on a journey to a, a slightly different conversation with customers. Um, and I suppose we're the, we're the front end of the spear of of potentially, you know, other changes coming without uh, spoiler without a spoiler alert. <laughs> without a spoiler alert. So, how much of this is Karen? You said that uh, this was built from the ground yep. up. Why in the hell did you buy Karen? You know, it was a great question. You know, why product and why now? One of the the challenges we had was we have a great heritage with outsourcing. We have a great heritage in consulting and helping customers sort of solve problems um, themselves. Um, but we had no engineering heritage. We, we hadn't built software before. We hadn't built product before. Um, so we had two options, either seek great partners in the marketplace or go make an acquisition and build around that. And that's what we did, closing that acquisition in June last year and welcoming in the Karen team. And, and they've become our engineering group in the product division. So a great fit, fit for us culturally, some great ideas and have really accelerated um, uh, our our ability to to build and launch great products. So an aqua hire. Yeah, absolutely. 
Jerry, I want to talk a little bit about the competition again. And, and we've had a lot of them on the show from uh, Maya to Zor. Obviously, Paradox is a, a well-known one as well. You guys are Alexander Man. This this feels a little bit like a side project, uh, not going to have the kind of focus and energy that some of your competitors have. So I want you to just convince me that you will have the focus um, and the resources behind Hourly to make it uh, competitive into the future. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a great question. I think um, um, we are one of only two board-sponsored initiatives uh, globally. I have full support and backing from the board, the Exco, and our new investors, uh, OMAS. They see the future in a much more balanced business that has outsourcing, consulting, and product. A product division is not about one product, but has multiple different products. We come, we come with the backing and the experience of a 25-year-old business, 4,500 recruiters, having recruited all around the, around the world, used every kind of product. We're not an HR tech firm just building software. We're recruiters who now have the capability to build smart software. And I think that's our USP. And where are we in uh, customer competency now? Um, a few years ago, we heard the comment of, you know, people just want a chatbot, even though they don't know what the hell a chatbot is. I assume that we've evolved a little bit from that. But where are we in customer competency and, and what percentage of employers do you think currently now leverage a chatbot uh, and how much room does that leave for growth for companies like you? I think a, a lot, there is a lot of d- discussion about chatbots and I think there has been adoption. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to put a number on that. It's just like working with recruiters. If, you know, if I come to the career site and there's a chatbot there, um, the chatbot will say, hey, look, great, great. You want to explore this job. Let me pass you to my, my buddy who's, you know, a specialist in volume recruiting passes to hourly and we pick up the conversation. So I think, you know, you're going to see chatbots talking to each other and handing off seamlessly candidates. So I, I, I just see this as a, you know, the next step we've, you know, we've had that sort of linear chatbot. We've had now the more conversational chatbots starting to appear. And I think we're going to have groups of chatbots working as a team to the benefit of the candidates and managers. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast, Banking Transformed, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcast, and now available on YouTube. Jerry, Joel has a problem understanding conversational AI. Can you help him understand? Can you help him understand the difference between conversational AI and just a plain old chatbot? So let's let's start. So Owly is not a chatbot. We're a full platform that goes from explore to to offer. We have features that look like chat, and it is a conversation. If I was a recruiter pitching you, as I said before, I want to build a relationship. I want to find out what kind of opportunities, what shifts might work, what locations, what what rates, what shifts don't work for you. I want to explore different roles. I want to look at your certifications. If we're, you know, if you've applied for one job, but there's a there's a forklift operated job over here that's a better bet. I want to understand that conversation because that's what I would do as a recruiter. 
So conversation is about starting that process, but then keeping it going, not just ending there, dumping you into an ATS and the hell that that then often brings, but actually keeps that going and says, hey, um, let's, let's explore um, the sort of minimum requirements for this job. Let's see if you're a good match for this one. Because if you're not, let's then divert you into a different role. Let's get you scheduled for that interview. Let's prep you for that interview. Let's prep the manager for that interview. Let's debrief you and the manager thereafter. Let's get you the offer you want. And if that isn't going to be the, um, if you're not going to get hired, let's, let's give you a great rejection experience that says, hey, what we've learned about you is this. So these are the things you think about when you next go through um, your hiring process. So let's give back as opposed to just sending uh, uh, um, an email at the end of the process that says, thanks, hey, thanks for trying hard, but, but uh, better luck next time. Let's actually give back some hints and tips to the, uh, to, the, to the job seeker. So we go all the way through from that front end conversation right to that back end and, and the disposition process in a, in a single uninterrupted conversation. Um, so we're not just a chatbot, we're that conversational process that goes from explore to hire. Does that make sense? It does. Now, the big question is, how many messaging platforms do you operate on? SMS, Facebook, WeChat, WhatsApp, et cetera, et cetera. How are you working today? Yeah, yeah. So um, we've, we've built mobile web and text first. We are now working on um, a number of those you just mentioned as, a, in, as part of our next phase. Uh, Quincy, um, my product manager, is um, leading our roadmap, which includes a number of those other messaging platforms. Because you're right, we want to take our conversation where the candidate wants to have the conversation. Um, we're picking the big ones first and then starting to move out to all other channels in time. We Again, we want to make sure that we are having the conversation where the candidate or the manager wants to have that conversation. Yeah, platforms are important and so are languages. So talk to me about, uh, obviously, English is one, but what others and uh, what's on the roadmap? Yep. Um, so English and Spanish um, are critical first. And, and then we're going to be guided by our, our customers. Um, so our roadmap has English and Spanish, um, expansion into LATAM, um, and then we're going to be, you know, our, our first customers, they might be saying German is next and we may have to have German as the next one. So we're going to be guided very much from a, from a geographic expansion and a language need by our customers, uh, although English and Spanish very much, uh, very much first. Very good. Uh, talk to me about integrations. Do you integrate currently with ATSs? Do you integrate with uh, CRMs? Uh, if not, is that in the plan? What's, what's that look like? Yep, we, um, we have um, a middleware solution for our integration. Um, so we're able to integrate with all the big ADSs today. ATSs are still going to play a role. They are going to be the system of record. Often they're going to be the system of record. We need to take a requisition. We need to give that um, candidate file back at the end of the process. So we need to push it somewhere. So ATS is still going to be there. I think another time I'd love to come on and debate this sort of future of the applicant tracking system. Um, and, you know, me, Quincy, my team and others in the market would, I think, have strong views on the future of the, the ATS and the role of the ATS. But today, we acknowledge it's still going to be important as that system of record. So integration has been critical in our roadmap. That being said, talk to us about partners, programmatic, assessment, scheduling, because you're not doing all of this yourself. Who, who have you partnered with? Why did you partner versus build? And then why did you build versus partner? Yeah, great question. So we have 
built hourly from the ground up, but there's only two pieces that we didn't want to build. One was uh, the programmatic front end. And you've covered a lot of ground on programmatic advertising. And we partnered with a, with a fantastic um, pl- um, leader in that market with Jovio. And the other piece we didn't want to build was the assessment. And we use the assessment data in four very um, exciting ways. But, and the partner that supports our assessment is Tradeify. And they, they've built um, their assessment on the uh, Big Five personality assessment, 50 years of proven science. They do it in a, in a very neat way, and that has great um, completion rates for this marketplace. So our two key partners are Jovio on the front end and Tradeify in the middle. Everything else is built by us. Okay. So why did you choose to build scheduling? Just because you thought it was easier than the rest of it? You, you know what? Scheduling is the most complex. It sounds like yes. a super <laughs> a super easy thing, uh-huh. but it is so not. And we wanted to have a consistent experience. It is, you know, how many, how many scheduling tools have running late buttons today? So if the manager's running late or the candidate's running late, they press running late and the system reschedules. Or shifts their shifts their appointments. Um, we understand all of the rescheduling, parallel interviewing, panel interviewing, side by side, delegate, location, and manager specific options there are for interview and scheduling today. Um, and in, in order to keep that consistent exper- uh, experience and to leverage our twenty five years of corporate experience, we decided we would build that because. Frankly, we didn't see something that was robust and comprehensive enough to partner. Well, talk talk about ab- adoption real quick, Jerry. How are you taking this to, because you, you already have a huge client base at AMS. How are you introducing this to clients? Because talent acquisition sucks at adoption. They're incredibly slow. COVID might have hastened the pace a little bit, but how are you gaining adoption? What's your traction looking like right now? How many companies are using it? Yep. So we have our first two um, activating with us presently. Um, Very early days. We only launched eight weeks ago. And we have our first two um, activating with us right now. And we'll share those names with you uh, and your listeners as soon as we can. We have, um, again, our product advisory group have been absolutely spectacular and a number of them are working with us presently as you say we've got hundreds of ams customers and we are um, in a, a program of exploring the use case of hourly for those customers but but candidly you know this opens up another a huge market a huge market for for ams that perhaps has been under addressed so far so strategically um, going back to one of your questions, which is why is this uh, support uh, supported within AMS? Not only is this is an exciting opportunity for us in terms of launching product, but it also opens up another um, great part of the, uh, the marketplace, which is potentially underserved today from AMS. ZDNet published a story uh, late last year about uh, chatbot fatigue, if you will. And their study showed that Seven out of ten consumers were sort of, you know, going cold on on chatbots. Do you think this is a real concern for our industry, or do you not see it as a threat because people are so, in, you know, inspired to find a job and and are so turned off by the black hole of resumes that uh, they'll they'll put up with chatbots for years to come? I think a lot of chatbot experience is shit. <laughs> Excuse my language. It's replicating poor process. It's automating a poor process. It's, you know, it's a bit gimmicky. If we don't move this beyond 
you know, a chatbot sitting on a career site, answering a few questions of candidate, dumping them into a horrible ATS process where they've got 12 pages of, of data that they've got to fill in and upload a resume. And, you know, how are we ever going to do mobile recruiting? How are we ever going to make this a modern process? Um, and, you know, then chatbot gets gets thrown out because it doesn't work. Well, actually, what doesn't work is the process in the first place. Just don't just automate the process that doesn't work. Actually, take a step back, eliminate waste, and then automate. And that's what we've done here. So, you know, I would... I would encourage all of your listeners to take a different approach. Don't automate uh, what is a manual process. Take a step back, eliminate, then automate. And I think then we have a chance. But at the moment, I, you know, just putting a chatbot in, dumping people into a poor ATS experience, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a winning strategy. Do you think a few bad apples will spoil it for the ones that do it right? No, I, 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 don't, think, I don't think that's the case. But I think there will be a... I think there will be a um, a moment where you know chatbots. Um, you know, people have a downer on chatbots, and again, there are some some really exciting technologies out there. And you talk about conversational AI, and I think there are some CEOs out there who I know have, who have huge ambition. And um, and these guys and their businesses, or these ladies, these uh, people in their businesses will take the lead in this market. And those those very very basic linear chatbot providers, those HR tech firms who, you know, to become modern have just put a chatbot on the end of, you know, a vertical HR tech solution. I think they're, you know, they're going to be the losers in this market, my personal view. So AMS is an RPO in recruitment Mm -hmm. process outsourcing. So you own the process to an extent. Does that actually help you with adoption and being able to get these better, more efficient processes in place uh, without having to go through TA? Look, I think um, own is an interesting word in our market. I think there is always, (laughs) there is always uh, from a recruitment process outsourcing or any of our contingent workforce solutions. I think contingent workforce solutions, we have, we can bespoke that process to a, to a much greater degree than often we can from an RPO environment. Often we uh, find ourselves um, starting with a customer's process and then influencing to change. So I, I, I do believe that um, we can, with our customers, accelerate that change curve. And I think, to your point, I think um, COVID... And this pandemic, which is probably the worst economic and health crisis for the last 75 years, is going to accelerate some of that um, because people just frankly, they can't go back to old ways. Um, They can't, you know, they they can't hire big recruiting teams. They can't stack technologies, you know, tenfold up. Um, They've got to do something different. So, um, you know, I, I, I feel this is the moment for change. All right, man. Talk to me about pricing. There's nothing on the website. So uh, I'm guessing this is real expensive. <laughs> we think it's ve- <laughs> we think we think it's cost effective. Um, we um, we price at the moment on a on a per, uh, per offer or per hire basis for our customers. We believe um, it's a full service platform. So what you get is not only technology, you get live person support. Um, we think that's really important. Um, we're working on a on a twenty four seven live person support model. Um, we, again, you know, there's some pretty poor stuff out there. If a candidate applies six o'clock on a Saturday night, we don't want to be able to only send an email saying, Hey, thanks for that. Give us a call Monday morning at 8 8 a.m. We think that's just, that's poor. Um, so this is live support technology, all your assessments, all of the programmatic, uh, advertising all wrapped in, in a single 
cost per offer at the moment. Um, we may turn that into, we may later turn that into a, um, a license fee model, but we believe that adoption for those for the early customers, we uh, it will aid adoption if it's a price per offer, but on a price profit basis. Cost effective though, cost very effective. cost effective. <laughs> okay, got, got that cost in. Effective. Got, got that in. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so here we go, Jerry. Are you ready? Joel's going to uh, launch into uh, in, into his grading. What are you gonna What are you gonna do, I'm, Joel? I'm ready. What's going on I'm here? I'm ready, Chad. Okay. All right, Jerry. Uh, this is going to be pretty short and sweet. Um, I don't think I've shot down or given a fake applause <laughs> or golf clap to any chat bots, um, and I'm not going to do it on this one either. I mean, I think that it's pretty obvious both Chad and I are are fans of this conversational AI. There you go. I said it. <laughs> uh, technology. You have the uh, the established company, uh, old old established uh, employers trust you. You're going to be able to plug this thing into a lot of companies. Um, you're also not a pioneer, uh, which means you don't have the arrows in the back of trying to survive the new stuff. You guys can sort of stand on the shoulders of what uh, previous chatbots have done and uh, and make it your own. So for me, there's so many things to go right here. We love chatbots. We love established companies with uh, current, current uh, customer bases. I think this is a home run. You're going to be able to plug it into just about everybody uh, and make bank. So for me, it's an easy one. Applause. Big applause. Huh. Okay. Well, Jerry, um, I got to say, this is a very incredibly bloated space. It's not just bloated. It is noisy as hell. Uh, and it's not incredibly focused either. There's so many chatbots that are out there that are trying to do everything for everyone. They're not being incredibly focused and or disciplined. Um, and you're, you're 100% right. Many of them are also doing exactly what the client wants which is not using their expertise, which is not focused on being able to drive more effective processes, which is why RPO needs to own the process. This is the way to move. Killing the black hole and driving experiences. Companies like uh, AMS need to be sending a flare up to the rest of the industry that RPO is becoming tech. RPO needs to become tech, to be able to evolve. One of the biggest reasons is that first off, it's more efficient. You guys are always looking to try to not really cut heads, but make them more efficient. Uh, AMS has a large client base, which allows for built-in adoption. So overall, everything that I heard, especially with the incredibly laser focus of hourly workers, I gotta give you a big applause. Way to go, Jerry. 24-year highlight right here, baby. Woo! Two big applauses. <laughs> Guys, look, thank you. We've, we've done some awesome work. we got so much more to do. Man, we have got so much more to do. This is just the start. We are hourly.com. Um, watch this space. Thank you. Thank you, man. We out. We out. This has been the Firing Squad. Be sure to subscribe to the Chad and Chief Podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a startup who wants to face the Firing Squad, contact the boys at chadcheese.com today. That's www.chadcheese.com. You've got questions, we've got answers. 
business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.